Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No.
welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of March 27th, 2014. I am your host, Jose Otero, and I'm joined by Brian Altano and Tim Geddes. Let's him host. Marty will be joining us in a little bit. Uh, not on the roster this week is Pear, who had a meeting. You know, we set times for these things. What the heck, man? It's fine. That's all right. It's we'll a busy be- world out there, man. Mm-hmm. It is a very busy world. And even though we're busy, we're playing video games. So really quickly, anybody playing anything they want to talk about really short? We have some time to kill before we get into sure. topics. I mean, the last thing I was playing was Yoshi. Okay. So. You want to yeah. go? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, we're talking about that in a bit, correct? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, if, but let's if, move on to Brian. What, what, you, what you got you anything? Playing? I'm playing two games. One, I'm playing Fez okay. on PS4, which okay. is fun. I played it on Xbox when it first came out. Played it for about an hour and then put it down. For some reason, didn't pick it back up. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, this looks like a Nintendo game, but it feels weird. Kind of wish Fez was on 3DS. It seems Me like too. such a such a cool concept because you're rotating a world, a world that thinks it's flat. You're rotating it in 3D a lot, and sure. that would look really cool on a 3DS. Yeah. yeah. So I picked it up on PS4, mm-hmm. and I'm giving it another go. And I have it on Vita, and I'm flying across the country tomorrow. So I'm like, you know, there I get go. to play it there. No, so I want to cool. check that out. The other game I'm playing is I th- forget the name of it entirely. I'm going to get chastised for this, but it's, it was on sale on the eShop last week on the 3DS. I think it's called Jet. Rocket 2 or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know, know what, what I'm talking, talking about? about? Yes, it's an indie game. It's uh, a platformer. On Wii U. That, yeah. Yes. It's a platformer. It's, a, it's actually, I bought it on 3DS. Okay. It's a platformer that sort of looks like Super Mario Galaxy. You're like a little spaceman. Mm-hmm. And it's 3D, which is weird. You don't see a lot of that on the eShop. Um, but I picked it up, and it's fun. It's nothing uh, mind-blowing. Here's that you your get name, the name, Jet Rocket 2, The Wrath of Tycoon. I had it. Yeah. All right. I go. just forgot the yeah, garbage at the end. 70% there. Yeah, not <laughs> bad. Nice job. So I picked that up too. Uh, I think it was like five dollars and forty cents on the eShop, and I'm like, "This is a good deal." So, so you enjoyed it. Hey, hey Marty, come on in. Say hello. Mazel tov. Just in time. <laughs> good job. How are you? I'm doing well. Great. Are okay. you playing anything? Uh, video games? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'm playing <laughs> Betrayer. <laughs> no, that's an actual video game I'm reviewing. Yeah. Called on, Betrayer. On his, on his oh. Yeah. There you go. It's okay. one of those PC games. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, if would, yeah. I thought you just had a bad meeting of no. sorts. <laughs> okay. Um, no, wait, what cool. are you guys playing? Did All we right. already talk about that? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Ground Zeroes is the other one I'm in. Oh, I'm really? loving that. Yeah. Are you dying. a Metal Gear dude? Love oh, Metal Gear. Oh, really? Big, big Metal Gear. Yeah. Fist bump, yeah. fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dying to talk really in depth about that game, but I can't because we run a Nintendo podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Talk about that swin- Twin Snakes. Yeah, we talk about <laughs> Ground Zeroes, Twin Snakes. Okay. Dennis maybe, Dyack coming maybe out that's the way we'll, yeah. freezing to make a remake. Yeah, maybe that's the way we'll do it. Okay, so just myself, I'm still playing Animal Crossing, which is weird. I keep opening it back up and yeah, and just working on my town. I just do it in stretches, right? Like every couple of months I'll put it down and then every couple of months I'll pick it back up and go, hmm, what happened here? Um, so I'm still messing around with that, which is bizarre. I'm playing more Kirby Triple Deluxe, the Japanese version, which I've had since it came out in Japan, which was like December, mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, I could have the date wrong. But anyway, that's not bad. Uh, Nintendo came by with a uh, the American version, so look forward to impressions of that I'm on sure IGN. You weren't able to understand the dense story. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. No, yeah. well, yeah, there's that. Um, there was no dense story. There's, a, there's a there's an immense saga of betrayal. Do we yes. ever get to find you out know, why that oak tree is so King, angry? King. Why he's been angry for thirty years? Yeah, it's that cursed. and uh, why King DDD and uh, Kirby have that frenemy type relationship. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. been a thing. Do you think they're former lovers? Maybe. Um, this just got weird. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. Wait, Jose, let me ask you something. Is this, is, this doesn't happen a lot where like a Nintendo game comes out in Japan and doesn't come out in, the Mer- in America for like six months, right? Um, there, was a, there was a sizable stretch here, and I don't think it's happened in a while. Um, like why, why this game? Why Kirby? Yeah, why it does seems he kind of weird. It yeah. does. Um, 
I, I actually I don't know the answer to that. I know with Pokemon that was the first game they've ever had a worldwide release. Yeah. Yep. Usually uh, they do time these things a little closer, but for whatever reason we got Yoshi's New Island first. Yeah. What's up with and that? Japan they don't even got have it yet. Kirby's Triple Deluxe first. Yeah. So maybe it's just part yeah. of global strategy. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, the way things are going, it looks like they're getting Hyrule Warriors first in the summer. But maybe that's, that's a good you thing. Can, you can sense. have that. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean it makes sense. Just I think Dynasty Warriors is a much bigger. Uh, oh, it's yeah. huge Probably. over there. It's yeah. just it blows my mind as an '80s baby. Because like growing up, it was always like, "Oh, we have Super Mario One, but Japan has Super Mario Three. It's crazy." <laughs> yeah. And you'd get a Nintendo Power in the middle, and you'd flip to the end, and it would just be like, "Japan Watch, Super Famicom. It's like a regular Famicom, but it's super." And you'd be like, "I've never seen anything like this before. This is insane! Oh my god!" Yeah, it's also happening with. Uh, it looks like it's happening with Tomodachi Collection, right? Because that came out yep. last year around this time in Japan, sure. or maybe a little later. I'm not sure. And uh, it out it to the Wall Street Journal. It's coming here, but we haven't heard much. They're since. gonna change the name of that, right? <laughs> who knows? You kind of have to with the first word being Tomodachi. But then again, maybe who knows? Maybe they could kind of form a unique brand out Tomodachi of it. Tomodachi worked yeah, over seriously. here. But see, yeah, that's the problem, though. That game, I hear that. That's the problem. Yeah, they worked over does. here, but we can't. Yeah. We lightning can't strike twice with the Tomodachi Kamigachi <laughs> <laughs> combination. Gachi that happens right there. Combination gachi. Because if you have both those things out, people are gonna be. They're gonna be like, is that a wait? You bring it back, Gigapets? What do you got over <laughs> well, there? Well, Tomodachi just came back. Recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's new ones now. No. Or, is it all the other ones back from the dead, like zombies? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Actual thing? Uh, is it just like an app you download? No, well, there is an app that goes along with it, but there is like new Tamagotchi. Yeah. Why do you know? Like the actual one? physical <laughs> keychain with the yep, little keychain things. Tim knows about this because deep inside him is a seven-year-old girl. <laughs> yep, that's, there we go. He's uh, he's got his finger on the pulse of this stuff. All right, uh, just really quick on <laughs> Rebecca. Uh, the one thing I will say about uh, Kirby's Triple Deluxe, though, just going back to that, is uh, it is very aware who its audience is, and it is like a very young platform, someone very young who's just getting into platforming. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kirby has always been that in a lot of yeah, ways. Definitely. Think about it. it. Kirby never dies from one hit. They have like a life bar in there. Mm-hmm. Kirby constantly swaps power abilities by the enemy that he swallows. Um, things like that. Kirby oh, can sound, that fl- sentence was so bad. I'm sorry. Kirby can fly through every level if you don't feel like talking to anybody yeah, or touching yeah, anything. Exactly. Yeah, P-wing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Slow-ass P-wing just like... If you fall in a pit, you can fly out. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It, yeah. No other platformer approaches it that way. So, um, so and, it, I, you're right. It is for young people, but you did show me something that was really cool yesterday, mm. which was this puzzle where you were like pulling off a part of the level and it revealed like the actual uh, stage layout of one of the original Game Boy Kirby levels. Oh, and it's all in black and white yeah. behind him. It was like and a wallpaper. I was pulling on it yeah, and okay. I was able to show that. It know, was kind of disappointing because uh, Jose was like, oh, I wonder if I can play in this level now, but it was like just a backdrop. It would have yeah. been cool if he would just like, I'm uh, jumping back in time. Yeah, yeah. Bush is president. Yeah. Like, it's, everything changes. <laughs> yeah, it also does this thing with 3D where it's constantly going, hey, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at this. It's, it's, like, like, it's, it's like, like motioning out towards you. A like a movie <laughs> where someone has a ping pong paddle and they're just yeah. like getting it. Yeah, like the know, water droplets yeah. come, whoa. If I, got, if I bought this game for my eight-year-old niece, she would love it. Sure. Yeah. Like she would because the, those effects and things like that, like you feel like it's there to impress kids. It's definitely not there to impress us sure. because yeah. we look at that and go, Eh, you know, what, mm-hmm. is, what, what, what can I really do with that? Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, again, check out Impressions on what I played uh, from the American build on IGN. This when should he, be up on Friday. When it comes to America, is he going to have the angry eyes? Doesn't he has Kirby... the angry eyes on the box. Okay. Yeah, this is the first time Smoking I think that's Smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what is it? The angry eyes are in Japan or here? I forget. I think it's yeah, it's here. one or the other. It was, it's mostly here. I think yeah. they, they've swapped it once country. or twice. Yeah. 
it's, it's really an weird. Angry country. Yeah, it's, an angry country. <laughs> it's happened with Zelda too, I think. Where like, or not Zelda two, but Zelda as well. Where uh, Link is like, he's just hanging out in the forest, and then here he's like, I gotta kill this thing that stole my girlfriend. <laughs> so serious. Yeah. America's so angry man. all the time. Yeah, box art, man. All right, mm-hmm. so let's let's talk about Yoshi. Um, so Tim, you've been playing Yoshi's New Island. I have. So I beat Yoshi's New Island okay. recently. Cool. Yoshi's Island is. My second favorite game of all time. Whoa. Wow. The original one. And it's right me, after it's just, Smash Brothers. Right after Smash Brothers. Okay. After it is. Tamagotchis. Oh, yeah. Tell me. <laughs> is, what, is, what's Yoshi's New Island? Is it your second hundredth favorite game of all time? <laughs> Honestly, like, I wouldn't even put it on the rank. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not a bad game. Yeah. It is a very, very okay game. I beat it. It's aggressively I okay. Playing, but it's like, it, it upset me. And I love Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Story, I was like, mm. mm-hmm. but it was still okay. Sure. Yoshi's DS was like, oh, they're bringing me back what I, they're giving me what I want. No, you're not okay. This is kind of at least something. And then this to me is just like, no. And a lot of people will get at me about that. They're like, no, nah, man, the DS one sucked. This one is I'm better. one of those yep, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Defend it. Like, no. The Go DS one is so much better than this. It's so much more creative than wow. this. And like, it's... A lot of people like hate on it for like, oh, the different babies kind of like the, they were gimmicky or whatever. Yeah. It's like at least it added something new. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like at yeah. least there was that. It's yeah. not and a big egg that you throw across the screen. Which is like, oh, is that a new thing or has Nintendo? That just, is a new is thing. That how they decide, just... when they, whenever they add new to their title, they're like, we're going to just make things bigger. <laughs> like That's what Super mushroom. Mario Brothers did. It was yeah. the yeah. giant mushroom Mario, and right? That was, what, 10 years ago now almost? Yeah. Yeah, that was like, been a while. I can't wait for a new Dang. Super Metroid where there's just a giant morph ball rolling yeah. across the screen. The funny thing to me with the Yoshi series is, so we had our uh, we had our live NVC the other mm-hmm. uh, the other week where we kind of debated the best in franchises, mm-hmm. and literally every other franchise I can think of, there's a debate with what's yeah. the best. But like, if anyone said anything with Yoshi other than Yoshi's Island, we could just take them out back and yeah. it'd beat them. Yeah, because like, there's just such a clear cut answer. Like, there's, yeah. there, it, there's no way around it. No. Yeah, Yoshi's. I, I've talked about this before in, in context with other things that we love here, like movies and video games and comics and stuff like that. But Yoshi's one of those things where there are predominantly more bad things in the franchise than there are good. So it's actually sort of a fluke when something good does happen. Like, yeah. you should expect not the best things to come out of it because there's only really been one and a half or one or two really good games in the whole series. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like like the Alien movies. There's been way more bad Alien movies than good Alien mm-hmm. movies at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, if you look at, like, the the Call of Duties, like, there's, like, three or four that people love and there's, like, ten or fifteen that yeah. people are like, uh, yeah. push them aside. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's but you don't get that with Mario. You don't yeah. get that with Metroid. Yeah, you yeah. don't get that with, with Zelda. Yeah. Again, though, it's a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's solid. Right. Uh, Everything about it, besides except the, the music, music, except the music. The, the music is abysmal. It yeah. is, and I don't want to sound like I'm just hating on this no, because, no, like, again, I is, played through the whole thing. Yeah, and, like, fair. I, I enjoyed my time with it. It's just was like, man, this music is horrible. Who? Like the look of it just isn't nice. Yeah. and like that's the thing about DS. DS's look looked like the original one. Yeah, sure. it's like yeah, yeah, sure yeah, that didn't give it something new, but it was like at least it looked good. Yeah. Yep. And my biggest thing about DS is it actually had original. Um, aesthetics of like level and world design. Like there was a pirate ship level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pirate ship world or whatever. 
This new one had literally no new. No, areas. there's a squ- squares, mm-hmm. square land. Yeah. There's square land. Uh, the yeah, no. Show. It's you're right. No, it, it all it's, a, it's, it's like it's all the exact same overworld, yeah. underworld that we saw in the original one. It just looks worse than it used yeah. to, and all this stuff. At least DS gave us the new babies, and at least it gave us the new looks of the levels. See, and but stuff. I, I think that uh, that Yoshi's New Island still managed to repackage a lot of. And don't get me wrong, repackaging is. It's a very sensitive topic, right? Because mm. some people want better, right? They don't want what they've seen before. You don't want the same sandwich every day. You want some, some variety. But uh, I think they do a good job of repackaging some of the original elements of Yoshi's Island. The problem is, though, I agree with you, the new stuff never gains really good traction, never really gets taken to a place that is interesting or even where you go, holy cow, I could not believe I did that. Surprisingly, though, the, uh, the little the transformation, the vehicle stuff. That did was you mo- like that? Motion control? Yeah. I actually enjoyed some of it. Okay. Some of it was like, oh, man, I hate this. And also, I was on a plane, so it did feel really stupid, like, mm-hmm. having to move it. Oh, yeah, people watching you and you're just rotating. Yeah, your but, like, some of it, and... I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. But it never got challenging, and that was my other big problem. Yeah, right. So just, oh, the sorry, original sorry. Yoshi was challenging. Sure. And, like, even the DS one had some challenging yeah. moments. And this one was, that like, drives me nuts. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, that Yoshi, the original Yoshi's was a really cute game. Don't get me wrong. And its graphics were amazing, by the way. I don't think there is a better implementation of 2D sprites in my opinion like that game is gorgeous in a lot of ways I think maybe Symphony of the Night is the only other game that I go holy cow this sprite work is fantastic Um, but yeah for a lot of reasons um, it didn't settle for just saying okay we're going for a cute look like it was like we're also going to give you a really hard game Mm -hmm. and stuff like Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy which they'll never do again right because Nintendo would never acknowledge hallucinogenic Properties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of the things. <laughs> video games. No, they just did. have their main character eat street mushrooms <laughs> everywhere he goes. <laughs> all this game did was just revisit old things and just give us to us again. But it didn't even give us the things we wanted most. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everyone wanted another touch fuzzy get dizzy, and yeah. we don't get it. And it's like, why? What do you? Why Pucci would you? I do wonder that? though. Or that, yeah, that level where, yeah. with the the moon boss, mm-hmm. where you like run around the moon, yeah, the yeah. Moon. like the Mario yeah. Galaxy, like mm-hmm. you know. The proto Mario, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a lot of ways, yeah. and then we don't get anything like that. And it's just every I wonder, boss though, if fight we, was straightforward. I'll give you this though. I wonder if we would have gotten some of that stuff. And granted, Touch Fuzzy get dizzy. I don't think we'll ever get something like that again from Nintendo. But um, would that have been the straw that broke more camels' backs? Like, would people have been like, "Oh, this is too the same"? Then at that point, I feel like it it grabbed elements. Like I said, it grabbed elements from certain parts of the original game and just said, "Okay, let's put these in different places. Let's make some solid designs out of this framework." Um, and that's the only thing that I think redeems the game for the most part because I wasn't in love with the look and I wasn't in love, especially with the music. By the way, the composer is uh, Kazumi Totaka? Totaka, yeah, and he is the... No, that's uh, not true. It was, a, it was actually a, a cat with a xylophone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he's, been, he's been working on a lot of games for Nintendo in the past. Yoshi's New Island, Yoshi's Touch and Go, Luigi's Mansion, uh, Yoshi's Story... Etc. Oh, and that's where Totaka's song came from, which yeah. is an interesting piece of Nintendo trivia, if you oh, know what yeah, that we were is. Talking about that the other day. Yeah. One of the few things, there's two things that I did really like about the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was it went back to six worlds. The first one had six worlds, and then the DS one had five. Okay. I remember be, being like, <laughs> why would you, what? Quick, like, get this game out the door. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. There's no time. Okay. Uh, but the second thing was the story. No. Oh, okay. Which blew my mind. The story is pretty, because yeah. I remember being a, a Yoshi's Island was the first game I ever beat, ever. Oh, so wow. that ending, that the credits, I remember sitting through that and being like, I am an accomplished human being. Yeah. 1995 it, Timmy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. There and you then, go. It, then it ends, and um, 
it, there's this shot of the the two babies being delivered. Spoilers to everyone of the two babies I like being delivered. The one delivered. guy who just gets pissed. Yeah, like, I know. his iPhone at a wall. God damn! <laughs> I was working on that thing. They get delivered to the mom and dad, and you just see like the legs of the mom and dad, mm-hmm. and then you just see their hands holding up the babies, and it's like, oh, this is the end. Yay! It's great. And it literally says the end. Mm-hmm. This one starts with that scene, yeah, and it's just like, nope, wrong family. Yeah, the parents <laughs> like, we don't want those things. Send them back. And like, oh man, all right, here we go, Adventure Time. And that is so funny to yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was really awesome. One. No, it was, it was a nice uh, curveball. I got a, a question for this group though, um, and it fits into this topic really well, actually, because Yoshi started. We, we acknowledge Yoshi started with a very kid-friendly look, but was a really challenging platformer, right, mm-hmm. in 1995, and then slowly with each successive game so okay Yoshi's Island 1995 Yoshi's Story in 1997 for Nintendo 64 that, wait that was 97 that yeah. was 97 um, only like so close to yeah, the island yeah. Yeah. well that's why we were all like what is this <laughs> when that game came out I was like ah, nah, nah. so uh, then there was Yoshi's Topsy Turvy Yoshi's uh, 2004 Yoshi's Touch and Go 2005 okay. Yoshi's Island DS 2006 Tim's favorite okay. and uh, Yoshi's New Island which is 2014 so th- we've seen the series slowly become more and more kid-friendly, more and more. I-, I guess my question for you guys is, is Yoshi's Island redeemable at this point by Nintendo? Is it tra- for hardcore gamers? Is it trapped as a kid's franchise like Kirby? Or is it like, okay, at this point, why even bother? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Who funny, cares? too, because we know, I mean, in theory, the next Yoshi game is going to be Yarn Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that's right. Which, if it's anything like uh, Kirby's Epic, Epic Yarn, yeah. is a game with no fail state. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Which I love Kirby's Epic Yarn, but yeah, I mean that was the that is a game made for children that I happen to enjoy because I'm I'm a stunted adult. So here here's what's weird about that though is like Nintendo's the one company that really gets how to do this this perfect balance, this dichotomy of adults can play it, kids can play it, and it's not just like aesthetically, it's also challenge wise. Sure. Like I can jump into a game of Super Mario 3D World and I could run in the flagpole at the end and it's done. Or I can be like there's a meta game here, I'm gonna collect everything, I'm gonna try not to lose my lives, I'm gonna try to keep my power ups to the whole mm-hmm. thing through the end. I can play multiplayer, I can try to screw over my friends, steal their crowns. Yep. So all these additional little yep. paths there. So they get it more than anybody of how to make a game work for kids and work for adults at the same time. But then they ship a game like Yoshi and you go, well, this is predominantly a children's game. And the first three mm-hmm. worlds, as you just noticed, are like snoozers, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're falling asleep playing them because they basically just run from start to finish. Then it gets switched up a little bit, but it never really truly gets into that Mario or Smash Brothers territory where it's like easy to join in, very difficult to yeah. master. Or Donkey well, Kong. Even. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Donkey Kong is like... Uh, That's the I don't other extreme, hardcore, but it's yeah. hardcore Nintendo. Sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's interesting, right? You have Kirby, Yoshi at the easy end of the pool. Mario is in the center because yeah. it stretches across mm-hmm. the whole game. And then Donkey Kong, yeah. for the most part, is at the end. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I think it's, I'm kind of done hoping for a new Yoshi's Island that is going to blow me away the way that first game did yeah. and really give you like challenging platforming and also kind of embrace what it wants to be from a presentation standpoint. Mm-hmm. I am shocked we even got it. Like, I remember when I first saw the trailer for uh, Yoshi's Island DS, I was like, oh my god, we're yeah. getting a sequel to the game <laughs> that's not Yoshi's story? Like, a real sequel? This is great! And that probably is a big reason why I do like it as much as I did. Sure. Um, but with this one, like, will we get more of these? I mean, if it does well, probably. Mm-hmm. Will they be what we want? Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. Like, I yeah. definitely don't think we'll ever get that. And I think such a big part of this is the just the art style. Right, And right. with Nintendo in general, like before you look at Mario 1, Mario 
uh, two USA and three art styles so different mm-hmm. yeah you know then you go to Yoshi's Island it's like oh my god it's this coloring book and this is so cool and then pretty much once it hit Mario 64 after that everything just looked that way yep and then specifically now after New Super Mario Bros all Mario things look that way right and it kind of bums me out that they uh, they introduced these uh, new palettes and these new ways of, of presentation when it comes to art style, and they're they're sort of like squandering them mm-hmm. under like. And w- when I f- saw Kirby's Epic Yarn, I'm like, this this game is amazing. It looks like somebody took up like a grandmother's craft box yeah. Yeah. and built an entire game out of it. And then I was like, oh, but it was also made for her too. Like yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Epic Yarn was graphically what old Nintendo games did. Yeah, and that's so yeah. cool. And I feel like we're reaching a point now where graphics are quote unquote so good. Like, just across the board, even on Nintendo consoles, that, like, this Yoshi game, I think, almost looked too much like a coloring book. Yeah. Like, it just, this just looked like everything was done with, like, crayons Mm -hmm. and colors Mm -hmm. and stuff. Whereas before, it looked like that was an art style. Right. And, like, that really didn't sit with me well. Yeah. And And I I think it would have worked a little better if the game got severely challenging because mm-hmm. I kind of like that mix of like this looks very childish it looks hand drawn but it's like oh my god these levels are die. kicking my yeah, ass yeah, and yeah. like you're yelling at the screen and stuff like that and you're like goddamn crayon thing <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> that, like, that's great that's really yeah. cool I'd, I'd like to see them experiment in that a little more rather than just like looks kitty it is mm-hmm. I mean I you think know? I think uh, in, in Nintendo's defense and kind of to play devil's advocate on this a little bit their idea of new super whatever or new blah 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 which I know you hate that hate word that Marty that word. But um, I think it's them just trying to kind of make present these, represent some of these existing ideas in sort of a timeless fashion. Mm-hmm. Sort of update them in just a way that the presentation is a little more modern or the graphics aren't 2D sprites anymore. But uh, I think in between all of that, you know, they, they sort of struggle with, well, how hard do we make this? Because we always want these to, we always want people to come in and be, this be friendly and safe and for them to be able to try it. Sure. I mean, think about it. Nintendo skews wider than any company that's making games right now. Yeah. You know, like. Well, they do and they don't, right? Like, that's that's kind of what we're saying is that it's sort of like, they, they make a game that looks like anybody can pick it up and play it. But then halfway through, you realize, like, this was not meant for me. This was meant for my son. Or mm-hmm. my granddaughter. Yeah. Who's or or two it's years or old. it's the Pixar effect sometimes, where even though it looks like oh yeah, a kid can enjoy this, an adult gets a lot of enjoyment yeah. out of it. And it's it's weird to me too because Nintendo, uh, almost more than any other company, they have this really rich, almost very accessible history of the stuff they've done before. Like, and you know, you'll be you can in a few weeks you'll be able to play Yoshi's Island on your Wii U via the Game Boy Advance emulation, which stuff isn't the best one, but it's whatever. not the best way to yeah. do it, but but. That game did – it does have the, like, not DLC, but it had extra levels that mm. were super challenging. Yeah, and they were really cool. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's weird to me because it's like if I have a son, bless his soul. <laughs> 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 and and uh, he's like, Dad, I didn't really like this new Yoshi game. Like he's not going to be like, I, I want to play the last five or mm. I want to check out the yeah. one that came out 20 years ago. It's just like if somebody sees the new Michael Bay Turtles movie and they don't like it. Like what's going to make them want to go watch the ones that I grew up watching, mm-hmm. you know? So sure. I worry about that because you're sort of like you, – you're either extending or you're deading your lineage every single time you do something new in a series. Yeah. Or at least if you keep it too easy. I mean if you can find a way to balance it the right way, that that's the yeah. challenge. Yeah. And I think that's something that they sometimes get right but with in more instances they seem to be missing it mm-hmm. or missing the mark just yeah, a little totally. bit. Yeah, Yoshi's like yeah. – it's like The Simpsons where it's like The Simpsons has been awful for longer than it was ever good. Yeah. 
And yeah. So if you only know the last four Yoshi games, you're like, well, what's the big deal with it? And then you got some yeah. old man like me sitting there, like, oh, the first five seasons were great. You yeah, got to yeah. go back to Island to see uh, that. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I saw well, a bad episode on the plane. I'm sure the whole yeah. show yeah. sucks. Meanwhile, for if like, they took the original and you know just Yoshi's Island HD, for example, yep. like if that happened, yeah. I think some people would lose their minds. Oh my god, this is a game yeah. everyone should play. I would blah, lose blah, blah. my mind. Yeah, uh, there it is. Yeah. All right, Tim would bring a gun to work. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> and stop playing Tamagotchis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's move over to news. So this week on the eShop, which is a weekly feature you can read from Neil Ronahan on IGN, um, Sonic Lost World's The Legend of Zelda Zone is a free DLC for Sonic Lost World if you already own it. Uh, this is in line with Yoshi's new uh, – they also had a Yoshi's Island Zone um, that released in December. That looked yeah. like Yoshi's Story. Yes, that's yeah. right. Which was weird. Yeah, well, Yoshi's, it was Yoshi's Island. Island, but it it's, was a, little... it's a package. Yeah. Much, it's much smaller. It was a much smaller sort of endeavor, too, right? The Yoshi. Yeah, Sonic this DLC. is more. Yeah, that one was presented from like a two D perspective, and I mean, it had a couple of warp pipes and little yep. secrets, but uh, the Zelda level feels a bit bigger. Yeah, sure. It, it's using three D and it's yeah. open. So, so I'm, I don't know about you guys. Let's I'm talk about. I'm this. totally torn on this thing because me personally, I despise it. As a Zelda fan, I think it's just like wide, and I've never, I haven't been big on Sonic since I was ten, since yeah. the Genesis, right? I always thought that Sonic was just sort of like there's a separate set of problems happening on the on a Sega side when it comes to Sonic, and it's similar to what happens with Yoshi, where mm. they try out new things and it never really works, it never really clicks for me. Um, but I think if you're a kid and you love Zelda and you love Sonic, then this is brilliant, you know, and it's great. But for me as a Zelda fan, I'm like, just give me the new Zelda game. Like, stop. Don't put these fake characters in this world. It's like a puppet show. You know, like, I don't mm-hmm. want it. I don't want Sonic running around with that green hat trying to pretend he's a real mascot in a real man's video game. My favorite oh, my favorite reaction of, from this week was showing Brian the uh, a video that we had, and it ends with Sonic reaching up in the Triforce, coming together on to, uh, above him, and Brian just yells, he can't touch that! <laughs> <laughs> no! Because it's for my whole life, it's been a thing. If you touch the Triforce, you better mean it. Like, <laughs> you don't put your hands on that Triforce, you better be able to wield all that power, he, wisdom, and courage. What if he wished... Maybe he wished for a good Sonic game oh man it's not a wish it's not a wishing well jose that's how the triforce works (laughs) anyway sorry i'm actually (laughs) super into it just because i love crossovers like i think crossovers are a great thing marvel versus capcom i love it i love everything about it doesn't need to make sense smash Smash brothers Brothers. love it god great things like this that's crossover ever it's dumb like it's why is it happening this is stupid but why not Sure. Yeah. Like it. Do, it does need context, it and it doesn't no. need context. Yeah. Is what you're saying, right? It yeah. does need like some background, and maybe it doesn't at the same time. It's but okay. You, but you nailed it, right? Like, isn't this a better Smash Brothers cutscene? Yeah. Like I mean, that's that's a much funnier thing. It's tongue in cheek. Yeah. Tonally, you get it. Like Sonic's running around. All of a sudden, he hits a tree, and a hat falls on his head, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, "I better go get the the try." Whatever his voice is, it's a Steve Urkel <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we get the Triforce. Blah blah. blah. I'm gonna d- wield all this power that I don't deserve by any means. <laughs> yeah. And then Link flies by in his bird, and everyone's like, great. Also, that bird, that bird's dumb. No one cares about that bird. Oh, the Lothwing? Yeah. Uh, there's some Skyward Swords out there. We're fans we're out there. We're going to get to that in a well, second. So is, is that, that's the other problem, too, right? There's like five Zeldas happening at the same time here. 
Which I I like that better. You do? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I kind of just said I didn't like it with the Yoshi thing when they combined the two. <laughs> but do as I say, not as I do. When it comes to the Zelda thing, because it's a crossover, I don't want it to make sense. Okay. Like, that kind of ruins it for me. It's yeah. like the Fast and Furious movies. What about yeah. the Zelda timeline? <laughs> yeah, like... I don't want any of that. You I don't know. either. I want it You're to right. Just be like, give me, give me little bits, just because it's fan service. That's yeah. all yeah. that this is. And well, totally. in the minute you try to make sense of it all, what do you? What do most creators end up doing? Oh, they just decided to be friends. There's yeah. not one that's better than the other. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the movie you know, Rat is, Race, most yeah. disappointing ending ever, or most yeah. crossover what? stuff ever. <laughs> really? Still holding on to that grudge, huh? Jeez, I didn't realize Mr. Bean just <laughs> earthed you so much. So yeah. Much. All right, so moving on, there is the uh, – let's talk a little bit about the Wii U Game Boy Advance lineup that's coming out. So starting April 3rd, uh, Wii U Virtual Console will have Game Boy Advance games available Yay. for download. Uh, we haven't seen them yet, but here is a listing of the games you'll be able to get on April 3rd. Advance Wars uh, for $7.99, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga also for $7.99, and finally for the same price, Metroid Fusion. So day one, pretty cool. April 10th, you'll get Kirby and the Amazing Mirror and WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games, which is – Arguably one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, it's time. one of the best games yeah, ever made. Yeah, ever yeah. made. You should totally check that out. Um, those are both seven bucks, not eight bucks. Just to throw what? that out there. Yeah, the pricing is is variable of a dollar. Nintendo's so weird. It's weird. Well, it was were those ROMs less heavy for the Pikmin to carry over or something? Like, <laughs> what is that? That's so arbitrary. That pricing. Yeah. And then uh, on April seventeenth, you're going to be able to get F Zero Maximum Velocity for seven bucks, and Golden Sun for eight bucks. So uh, are we to believe that these are going to start trickling out one one or two a week the same way they're doing NES games right now? Mo- the first month looks that way, and I'm okay. kind of happy about well, it. Oh, where, wait, April Yoshi 24th, though? Yoshi's oh, Island, cool. Super okay. Mario Advance 3. By the way, I hate that it has Super Mario Advance 3 on it because technically that means it's Super Mario Advance 3, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, which right. is just It's going to get even more confusing because they're going to put out Super Mario Advance to, to Super, Super Mario World, or Super, or Mario World. <laughs> Super Mario World, which is already available on the Wii U on Super Nintendo as just Super Mario World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For eight bucks or whatever it is. So I, I'm very confused about it. Yeah, this uh, lineup, though, it's great. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Good like, damn. That yeah, is good lineup. A, a really yeah. solid lineup. I mean, Advance like, Wars, Fusion. Mm. I like Mario the. Uh, I love yeah, Fusion. Solid. I really like the Game Boy Advance era. Yeah. I, like, oh, I, yeah. I kind of like. I, I wasn't lapsed as a gamer then, but I was so, I sort of like took one foot out of the race a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the Game Boy Advance came out, and I was like, wait a minute, there's like they're making Super Nintendo games again. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, like we've had ten years of like kind of good, kind of bad 3D games, but now a bunch of people in Japan are like, we're gonna bring the Super Nintendo back, and you can bring it anywhere. Yeah, and they made an F Zero and a Mario and a new Metroid and an old Minish Metroid Cap, and yeah. blah 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 and Minish Cap, yeah, Zeldas and stuff like that. So there's a lot of really cool stuff there. Um, especially if you've never played Advance Wars, it's one of the best games well, that, in its genre. I think that's it's, the best thing about the GBA generation of handhelds is that it brought new Nintendo franchises to America. Yeah. yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. the Advance Wars, the Fire, Fire Emblem. Emblem. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It gave us the chance to have these awesome experiences, yeah. and now I love them. Yep, yep. yep. that's true. So... My own, I would much rather just have these on my 3DS. Yeah, yeah. You're not alone. Totally. So Pear, totally. I was talking to Pear, and he said, "You know, these are this is a great lineup." But he said, "But I have all these games, and I could just pop them in my GBA and yeah. play them portable the way I was supposed to." Yeah. And I kind of don't see anything wrong with that argument because it's true. Um, it's a shame, and it's interesting because my theory is, and this is probably not going to happen, but uh, if you're re-releasing Super Mario World for GBA. 
maybe we're finally going to see this cross by thing happen in 2014. That happen, yeah. 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 We're in 2014 and it hasn't crazy. happened yeah. yet. I know. We just, Mitch and I were just talking about he's playing Fez for Vita. And mm-hmm. It's one of those if you buy it for Vita, you get it for PS3. And, and the save file transfers back and forth. Yeah, you get it for I, PS5. I, I, was, I was talking about it at the top <laughs> of the show, but I was playing it on PS4 and tomorrow I'm flying across the country and I was like, I'll throw it on my Vita and yep. play it on my Vita. Exactly. Like, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need to get there, but I do think that that's a pretty good clue that. That game might that end it up could there. be happening. But then on the same page, like, why not just put the Super Nintendo version of Super Mario World on the 3DS? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Why is this so difficult? Also, how is, it, is there something we don't understand? How are these games going to look? Can, we, like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure too. There's a very thing. small screenshot that came with the press release for these, and so it's hard to really tell. So I can't wait till we see the them up close. Gamepad screen, or does it only? There are tra- there are oh, no, trailers too, Jose. A, uh, are there? Yeah, there are trailers. Okay, and one I thing I notice is that they all look very dark. Like a lot oh, of the 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 whites all look like very like kind of more subdued grays, and like I don't, I'd, I'd like to see everything just sort of pop and look crisp. I know they didn't on the original Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah. To answer your question though, it is four by three and because of the backlight or not having a backlight some of these may look a little weird too right because they were designed around not having a backlight and now that they are on a whatever type of screen is inside well yes and no i remember the sp yeah Yeah, that took a while but the uh the dev kits for the gba were a lot brighter that's why do you guys ever play castlevania circle of the moon yeah who did a launch game exactly so it was a launch game and you could not see it like you had you you had to play it underneath like a lamp yeah the warm light yeah this Mm -hmm. stupid plastic squiggly thing that bent over your GBA um, but when Konami worked on that game I guess they that their dev kits were like all very well lit and they could yeah. see it perfectly it's a really beautiful game yeah. the sprites are incredible yeah, the, the, to me the GBA games never really um, they didn't age well graphically yeah like you look at Super Nintendo games and it still has this look of like oh man this looks awesome GBA games look really fuzzy, fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of just like mm-hmm. they got squished. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like an SNES game that got squished. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think like, I, there were some things that. it couldn't do as well. Like, I mean, have you guys ever played Mario Kart Super Circuit? Yep. Yeah. Like it's it's probably the most forgettable Mario Kart of the whole series. I mean. The Wii one, you probably remember more just because you were angry at it because uh, of balance issues and yeah. stuff like that and the steering wheel and stuff. But Mario Kart Super Circuit was like, oh, we're going back to flat Mario Kart yeah, levels yeah. again. And the coins are glued to the ground yeah. and you're yeah. driving over them. Um, it was still fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. great <clears throat> to have a portable Mario Kart. It was awesome. Especially like you could link cable. And the, the, oh, the other yeah. cool thing they did was like you could have one copy and yep. four people could play. Yep. They yeah. all had to be Toads or Shy Guys. Yeah, like, yeah I remember that. You know. Um, just to follow that point, because uh, it ties into that whole 2D versus 3D debate. That's another game. That's another series, Mario Kart, where the minute it went 3D, no one wanted to go back. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. The future. I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. So hopefully this means there'll be more. It'll be There'll be a trickle every month, right? Two or three every yeah. week. I hope so, because if not, it's going to be just like Nintendo has sort of fallen into the trap of, hey, here's a bunch now. And then it just kind of tapers off and disappears yeah. for a while. Also, none of these games are third party. And I kind of, I really hope that they go after like Konami and say, "Hey, yeah, the, the Castlevania games. GBA games were amazing. Yep. Can we have those?" Is there any other games that you guys like immediately are like, "Oh man, I want this to come." I mean, he just he just nailed it. Like, if the three Castlevania GBA games yeah. were there three, yeah, there yeah. were yeah. Circle yeah. of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow. Yeah, so if those Such three cool names, I know they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the art's All, so cool in them. Two out of three Egovanias. But anyway, I hate Egovanias. That word. Uh, anyway, so like, I mean, uh, there has to be. This is what I don't understand, and I'm sure there's a licensing thing here. Like, we're we're speculating here. Like, a it's probably more difficult than we imagined to bring these games to 3DS. And B, I'm sure there's a huge nightmare of just being able to be like, hey, Konami, 
uh, take your old trash out of the dumpster and give it to us. We're going to make you rich. Yeah. Because I would love to see all three of those Castlevania mm-hmm. games come back, right? And I, I want to see uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we have Fusion. I have Fusion on my 3DS already because uh, I was an, an ambassador yeah. for buying the system yep. a year early. Well, congratulations. So, thanks. <clears throat> I f- it feels great. So yeah, I printed it. Get it, it my UN. <laughs> <laughs> a few more recommendations, like Final Fantasies, uh, yeah. four, five, and six were really good on GBA. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, any else? Anything else uh, come to mind? Pokemon Pinball. Okay. Uh, the game that will never come there, Boktai. <laughs> Boktai, uh, the sun yeah. is in your hand. It needs a sun sensor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice. I, that I game like, was fun. I like the first Golden Sun a lot, so I'm excited to go back. I'm not a fan. But oh, really? Uh, no, I was never into. Default, so I was like, never into Golden Sun. So I it actually never... I loved it too, but I tried to play it about three years after I beat it originally, and oh, it's, it's like just it's just a arcade. book. Yeah, yeah, you have a Mega Man Battle Network. The first oh, two were yeah, really yeah. good before Warrior Wear Warrior Wear Twisted. Oh, that would be perfect with the game. Yeah, you had a good point for that And the 3DS has a has a same thing. So. Yeah, accelerometer yeah. built in. See, no, I would absolutely. love to see Ruby and Sapphire come back, the Pokemon games, sure. but yeah. we're never going to get that. Like, why don't we get virtual console Pokemon games? Yeah. I don't like, know. Because well, they're just selling the new ones. It's funny how but, all our expectations yeah. are really low for right? this. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like we're trained. Their lineup is very impressive. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It the one game I really want, it's not even a GBA game, is I want uh, Metal Gear Ghost Battle. Oh, yeah, that was a yeah. game for Color. Game or Color, yeah. 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 That was yeah, really yeah. good. It's funny because on the box it just says Metal Gear Solid. It, yeah. No yeah. mention of Ghost Babel yeah. anywhere. But anyway, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, the GBA was a weird. It was a weird era because we got a lot of these awesome games that we're talking about, but we also got a lot of really bad third-party yep. games, tons. And there were there were weird things like it would be like you know. Uh, uh, you would, there'd be a popular console game, and they would try to make it. Like there was That's a lot of Gaiden. Yeah, and there was, there was a lot of really weird. Uh, like there's a Duke Nukem. There's like a couple. So, there's Doom. You can get on the GBA. And GBA like, was like king of the isometric. Yeah, like we're yeah. gonna take this console game and do some weird isometric shit. Yep, and put it there. Tony yeah. Hawk. And, oh, so, yeah. oh yeah, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Hawk is the one exception to that. Yeah, Tony, Tony Hawk is really good. Was awesome. It was really like, good. Various Visions, I think. Yeah, they killed it. That was such a good. Good game, and I feel like a lot of the other companies were like, "Oh, that was a great launch game. We should all do that." And yeah. then it just didn't work. Do you remember? I mean, more first-person shooters came out for the GBA than the DS, the 3DS, and the Wii U combined. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a lot. That yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not uh, X versus. Yeah, Star. yeah. I mean, there was yeah. like a Duke Nukem, Doom, a Wolfenstein. All these yeah. games came out, and you're playing them without like. Uh, joysticks or anything like that, and you had two shoulder buttons. And like two, buttons. two buttons. Yeah. Two buttons. Two buttons. One was like switch weapons, the other one was shoot, hopefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My last uh, recommendation for uh, Wii U GBA is WarioWare 4. Wario Land 4, excuse me. Mm. Oh, Just yeah. because yeah. that was also one of the best platformers of all time, in my opinion, and also a huge dropped ball by Nintendo because every Wario Land game since, I think, has been outsourced. Wasn't there just one? Uh, well, they had uh, any other Wario game, so they had like a Wario. Didn't they have a Wario sixty four game? They had a uh, no, that never no. 64 oh, that never came out. They had, like Wario, um, I know. I'm thinking of yeah, Shake It, yeah, Wario Land, Shake It, yeah. <laughs> Wario's Paternity Test. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> Wario's and the Lamb. I know what you do with your hand there, Jose. Yeah, no, I was thinking about of, shake it again. I'm, I'm glad this is an uh, audio podcast yeah. to some. Well, some people saw it on video. <laughs> 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 no, I was thinking of the SNL skit with uh, the Wario game. You remember that? Alec Baldwin? Oh, no. I think I'm alone. Yeah. Right, right. No. It's okay. It's cool. The SNL skit with the Wario game? Yeah. I'll, sh- I'll show it to you later. Where have you guys been? All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Jesus. So moving on. Uh, another news story to talk about. Nintendo is not going to be participating in PAX East, and neither is Sony. Oh, that's so PAX dumb. East 2014. 
the Nintendo one blows my mind because it, Mario Kart 100% should be there. They should yeah. have the biggest, stupidest Mario Kart tournament there. Yeah. If they showed up with Mario uh, Kart 8, it would they would be the game yep. of yeah. Yeah. Sure. They yep. should have a massive tournament, just mm-hmm. like let everyone enter on the first day, have it held the second day. Yeah, like, it's it's also a huge missed opportunity in terms of like Street Pass and Street oh, Pass events. Absolutely. Like, I mean, yeah. they own that. People come to packs, they carry their D- their oh, 3DSs yeah, with them everywhere. Ridiculous. Like that's a huge thing. I mean, we had a we had a live NVC here recently that was a Street Pass event, and it was like one of those times where you couldn't even get mad at people in the audience for yeah. not looking up from their 3DSs because they're just like that's what they're here for. Yeah. You know, like you're not no, no matter what you do or say, it's not going to be more entertaining sure. than yep. that. Yeah. They created an incredible social infrastructure with 3DS Street Pass, and it'd be awesome to see them kind of just own that at these events. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. they have, like, I mean, aside from Mario Kart, they have Mario Golf coming out in, yep. in uh, May. May 2nd, along yep. with Kirby Triple Deluxe. Yeah, Kirby, I mean, they have Child of Light coming out at the end of April. Like, they have new games they could show, as well as still have, you know, their yeah. old Star Wars out there. Because it's yeah. a com- consumer event, too, it doesn't necessarily have to be new games. It could be no, anything sure. Nintendo, right? Yeah. If you did a, sm- a small Smash Brothers tournament and not even show the new Smash Brothers, yeah. people would show up I mean, there, there are Smash tournaments at PAX, but just sure. Nintendo has nothing to do with them. Which, mm-hmm. Yeah, it absolutely feels like a drop ball to me. Yeah. Especially with the with the way the Wii U's doing and the, the brand confusion that's still behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, go to where the gamers are. Yeah. I mean, show them the how thing. awesome this thing yeah. is. When you, know? you put good Nintendo games in front of gamers, they freak out. Yeah. Like, I remember New York Comic Con, which is very similar mm-hmm. to yeah. PAX. Uh, Mario, uh, Mario 3D World was yeah. being shown and, and like yeah. the line for that was like longer than the line for any of the other stuff people are like I just want to play this because it's awesome and fun yep. Yep. you yep. put Mario Kart in front of those guys oh my god yeah, but yeah. I would argue someone attending that show probably has a Wii U or has a 3DS like it, it's almost like they're uh, they're putting out those products for people who already own them they're not going to grab like new consumers by having demos I, I, I don't, maybe a 3DS but I disagree with the Wii U I yeah. think the Wii U every chance they have to bring to trot it out with a killer app like Mario Kart is another couple million systems sold sure. if they can yeah like you mm-hmm. just said you also mentioned Sony's not going to be there so that's one of those things where if Mike, if if Nintendo would have hit it strong and Microsoft has a weak showing like all of a sudden everyone's like holy crap yeah. Nintendo just had the best showing of PAX. yeah and then the yeah, press comes it, back and they go yeah the best game of PAX was, was Mario, Mario Kart, Kart. Yeah. and people go oh man I, I need to get that yeah. sure but I mean the best game of PAX is not the like as influential as say the best game yeah. of E3 that is the of other course, thing you know? is, PAX That's the other side is, of it. is a big deal if you know what it is yeah, well, yeah. yeah. but yeah. Nintendo is in desperate need of wins. They, that's very true. Yeah. And this would be an easy win. Like, winning E3 is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. No matter what, even if they reveal the new Zelda this year, it would be very difficult to win. Yeah. It's hard for any game to win game of show at E3. See, to me, there was there was like a few years where I was, you know, and I, I'm, I, I obviously I still am a huge Nintendo fan, but now I'm on the press side. But when I was just a fan and I would read stories, like these would always bum me out. Because it'd be like, oh, Nintendo's not going to be at Space World or Nintendo's yeah. not going to be at Gamescom. And I'm like, why? Like, you're working on awesome games. Yeah. Send five dudes on a plane with like four demo kiosks yeah. or whatever it is. Again, this is us not knowing anything about how any yeah. of this works. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna push back a little, yeah. uh, just to say that also we don't know how much this costs. Sure, and it could be too that Nintendo and Sony just said, well. Looking at this year, if That's we have to cut is. from I mean, one place, yeah. we're going to cut I'm going to make a suggestion. I've bought the original Super Think Mario Brothers at least 12 times. <laughs> Use some of that money. <laughs> okay, Slide but, that across the table. But if you had to choose between PAX Prime or PAX East, who do you go to? Both. Yeah, I mean, at If this, you had to choose one or the other, which one do you go to? Who's making these decisions? You go to when you have Mario Kart coming out, 
PAX East. This yeah, is a per- this is literally you do the, the last one right before opportunity they have with Mario Kart. I, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't get me wrong. I'm on your side, but I also don't think this is going to impact them super negatively. I feel like well, I'm, for them, I don't either. Right I now, think the target could is influence you know them positively. Yeah, I'm going to win this argument because I'm going there and I'm going to write a scathing editorial about Nintendo's absence. You're kidding. All right, so cool. So we also have in news. Thank you, Marty. In line with you being at PAX East, let's talk a little bit about what's happening at PAX East with IGN. So we have oh, yeah. some events going Tim's on. Tim's going to be there, too. Oh, yeah. Tim Gettys, cool. uh, Marty Sleva will be attending a bunch of stuff. So Friday, April 11th, uh, Mitch is going to be participating in a panel called Take This, But I'm Not Crazy. This one's actually very serious. Mm-hmm. I was reading the description. I was almost a little down. It deals with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be uh, hosted by Russ Pitts, who's in a, ra- a rant from uh, Joystick. And Mitch will be participating in that, so make sure you check that out. Yeah. Midnight City and IGN are having a drink up also on Friday from yeah. 7 to 10 at the Harpoon Brewery, 306 older, Northern sadly. Avenue. Yeah, if you're a younger listener, sorry, you cannot go. Yeah. Uh, then again, if you're not in Boston, you can't go anyway. So uh, there's <laughs> that too. Wow. <laughs> sorry. Also, if you are in Boston, you can probably just drink on the street because they let you do that there. Okay. <laughs> So uh, you want to RSVP if you're interested in attending the Midnight City and IGN Drink Up. Uh, Tim and Marty will be there, so make sure that you go. Also, there is Game Scoop Live, 1030 at the Albatross Theater for an hour. And that is 1030 p.m. Following 7 to 10 is our party, a drink up, if Mm -hmm. you will. And then at 10.30 is a podcast where we're supposed to be coherent. So we'll see yeah. how that works. Wow. Good luck. And I'm going to be video video recording it, and it'll be like super light. Oh, weird super focus. Light. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're but. just going to be like looking at some girl in the audience. Yeah. This is going to be good. Oops. And this is beyond 300. I mean, excuse me. This is GameScoop 300, right? So it is the 300th episode. But it's because it's live, it doesn't count? Possibly. Okay. The, I told I told about the rules. I told Damon he might just want to make it like two ninety nine point five or something. It's like a, it's like a Square Enix game. Sure. You don't want to spend your birthday. You don't want to spend your birthday on like a twenty four hour flight. Yeah. So you can right. Like, well, my birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Um, that worked. Yeah, that was great. Okay. I thought you did a really good job back there. You could also see uh, Tim at the Game Over Greggy Show panel, which is happening on Sunday, April thirteenth, yeah. one to two at the Bumblebee Theater. So make sure you check those out. And Marty, you're on one more panel, which is Keep Your Opinion to Yourself, The Myth of Objective Game Review. Yeah, so I'm going to be on with uh, Art Mitchell from uh, Joystick and uh, Arthur Geese, former IGN, now at Polygon. Uh, We're going to talk about how, uh, hey, a review is just an opinion, so if you want an objective review, go suck it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's yeah. going to go over well. And then they're just going to drop the mic and leave and the rest of the hour. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write the first comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. segment we are bringing back uh four minute warning which uh actually that's not the name so we got some suggestions nope, you called it that nope uh i had to to set context so tim you weren't here for this but uh okay. we have a question segment where we mm-hmm. do each question we have four minutes to attack that question at the end of four minutes gong cool. and move on all right regardless of whatever uh this was inspired by some really great people over at one up and we want to keep it alive but we asked to give it a new name just because we don't want to he had to, he had to give it a extra, it's a separate extra yeah life. it's a separate legacy it's yeah, a different a thing one up there why not? Yeah. Uh, so, 
quick shout out to the f- everyone who sent in suggestions. Thank you very much. Uh, so I'm just going to read some of the finalists. So one of them, Wait, and I, I tweaked this one. You have four minutes. No, no. I <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, this is the name. So the the these are suggestions by the community for the name. One of them was six and four, and this came from Chris Miller. Um, I kind of tweaked it to call it IGN six and four, but it was more like IGN sixty four, like oh, that kind of that took you know, me a mentality. Second yeah, dude, yeah. you kind of turned your head for a second. I'm not a math man, um, yeah. so I'm going to work my way up to the top. The winner will be the last one I uh, read. So another one was called four 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 minutes four persons four questions, uh, and that came from Nintendo ninety Eric J. Um, if you know what nine 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 is, you got the joke. That's a, if you uh, didn't, a deep cut. yeah. If it's not, a visual novel deep I saw cut. a questioned look from Tim mm. and from no, Brian. Oh, okay, you know, again, Sorry, not a math man. So that's <laughs> a lot of that getting thrown around in here. So today. a bunch of people recommended the next name. They called it Elite Four, um, and I just put a few names, two names down. But I'm sure I, if I got it wrong, sorry if I didn't get your name. So Fox left ear left it as a comment on IGN, and Victor Cologne sent it in as an email. That's Victor Cologne. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah. I would sleep. With Watch him. out, Jimmy Champagne, <laughs> Victor Cologne's coming to kick your ass. That is an awesome tag team duo right there. So the winner uh, and the what? name that I, this. I want to suggest. One. Oh, I what? think it's to put my vote into this. Okay, what is it? The winner is Tim. I, I want the, the name of the show to be segment. the sound effect of the segment, to be the sound effect from Sonic when he's drowning. Oh, that should just be the name. It's That's the a sound. long <laughs> sentence. I don't know how that works. Yeah, well. Hey guys, it's time for exactly. Everyone's favorite Nintendo podcast has a segment named after a Sega Genesis noise. There you go. So if that one doesn't win, then what is the winner? I like to leave four a lot. The winner is the question block, and that recommendation comes from Beyond the Stars underscore SCR. Thank you very much. I think that was emailed in. That's what we're going to call a segment from now on. Color so me impressed. Yeah. Because so, all those other ones, I was like, okay. Sometimes okay, the brightest okay. stars in the sky are right under your nose. Oh, man. There you go. Bam. So we talk about cocaine? No. What's <laughs> 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 right. question Cocado. block? So on the question block, first question comes from Jonathan Speedy Claxton. And he said, the Zelda series is one of my favorite video game franchises. A Link Between Worlds is amazing, particularly in that it allows me to revisit a world we've seen before or allows us to do that. With that in mind, what are your thoughts on direct Zelda sequels? Where in the timeline would you prefer the next Zelda game to take place? I love direct sequels. I love them so much. Really? <laughs> love, love it. Are what? you serious? Yeah. You're like making a weird noise. Oh, yeah. Y'all oh, yeah. Like, give me them I, I direct sequels. I love that idea. It's just like, it's. Why? why? Because <laughs> that is not messing around. It is giving me more of what I want. And okay. that's not them needing to play any games around that it's just nope here's what you want you're getting more of it and that allows them to then be more creative like Majora's Mask which was a sequel yep direct sequel that tried and did a lot of different things with the Zelda brand I will say this though I think that direct sequels my opinion on them is I don't like them I feel like Zelda gets away with having just brief references to different games but it doesn't really always have the direct line I think that just gives it a lot of freedom to be whatever it kind of wants to be even though and a lot of times it ends up in the same place. It ends up still the same style of adventure with the same type of characters. Uh, but I do think that when you have a direct sequel, there's just the expectation that they have to connect. And one of my biggest beefs with A Link Between Worlds was that I felt like it was still very loose connections, very tenuous connections, nothing that felt concrete or solid outside of a map. Um, but that's my take. Sure. No, I'm, I'm, take I'm with you on that. I actually completely agree with you. But that being said, I did love uh, A Link Between Worlds, even though it – did feel sort of like a sequel and also like a remake, like that's right, like a film being done by a completely different director who was yep. just like this is loosely based on the original. That's why I really liked it. I liked, I do like revisiting uh, 
past experiences when it comes to Zelda stuff, but I also do like the fact that Zelda has this ability of them coming in being like new art style, new mechanic, new gimmick, new link. Doesn't matter. Like there's not not all this baggage. We can just kind of be like, here he is now. The whole world's covered in water, and you have a dragon boat. Have fun. Yep. Here he is now. Everything's a watercolor painting, and you've got a sky bird. I would also argue that the timeline is one of the worst things that happened to Zelda because then that became the thing everyone argued about. Yeah. Sure. Every time yeah. something happens, where does this happen on the timeline yeah. becomes the central question and not just, hey, this is a good Zelda. Yeah, because I, I, I never played any of the Zelda games growing up really thinking of them as sequels or within continuity of each other. Sure. And the second I saw that timeline, it kind of screwed me up a little bit. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, wait, like Legend, the Legend of Zelda 1 was not actually the first Zelda game. Like, What is it? It's Ocarina of Time is the first one? Who cares? Uh, wait, yeah. uh, according Skyward to the timeline, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword is the yeah. first Zelda game ever made, right? Like that's, that doesn't make first any. And the worst. Yeah, doesn't make Zelda. any sense to me. <laughs> See, <laughs> I want to. I want to talk about that a little bit, but we're gonna get to that. Someone okay. asked a question um, related to Skyward Sword. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jose. Like, I don't need a direct sequel. I, uh, that being said. Majora's Mask is my favorite Zelda. It is, is and it is good for that yeah, reason. Is, so there is truth to what you're weird. saying. Tim, um, totally, I, I like sequels that like. I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls 2, and I like the fact that Dark Souls 2 uh, is is its links to the first Dark Souls are buried so deep in the game mm-hmm. that you could completely miss them. Like it's almost you have to put pieces together and be like, "Oh, this character might be related to this character or whatever." Um, that being said, if you had to make a sequel to an actual Zelda game, I might just go with Zelda One. Like, it could be kind of cool if they made a super Spartan, lonely mm-hmm. Zelda game like that. Mm-hmm. Sure, one. that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, I really love that. But again, that, that that doesn't feel like it picks up right where the last one left sure. off, right? Yeah. It's just sort of like redoing that theme yeah. again, which I think Zelda can get away with, and that's that's why it doesn't need to be tied to Zelda 1, yeah. aside from thematically. Like, yeah. story-wise, it doesn't need and to also, be at I all. Always, I always figured that Zelda was just this... Like, as a kid, I was always like, oh, this is the retelling of the same myth. Like, right. it's a story, but... As everyone retells it, they put their own slant on it. So, oh, this time there was water everywhere. And this time, well, that's the thing. Mo- most Zelda games end with you killing Ganon. Yeah. So it's like when we last left, left our titlier hero, or whatever he blah blah blah, and it's like, all right, do it again now. Ten minutes later, yeah. like, it. makes it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I did say it's boobies. Yeah, Pear uh, on this podcast has brought up a couple times that he wants a game after Wind Waker, something where this the, feels those, like it was way more than four down. minutes. By the way, no, well, it's it's on We're time. Still in time. We're okay, yeah, man, okay. It just ended. There we go. Oh, wow. There you go. Man. Well, I'm, All right. I'm a not nice guy. Yeah, yeah it's okay. <laughs> You're a producer. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so next question comes from Shane. Uh, there has been a debate over Nintendo creating games or companion apps on non-Nintendo platforms. We know specifically he means iOS, mobile, mm-hmm. etc. If Nintendo were to do this, what Nintendo franchises do you think would best fit the smartphone and tablet market? Pokemon, iOS, done. That's all I want. That's all you want? Yes. It works because it's a turn-based game. There's not a lot of Twitch involved, right? I mean, but I would... um, Okay, no, that's fine. I I would almost argue to, like, don't just think of games, but also think of just, like, uh, something... For example, like in Animal Crossing, you make appointments with people. Like, it would be cool if an app pointed me back to that safe phone and say, hey, it's your time to go see this guy. Yeah. So that I don't miss, like, an Animal Crossing. I don't know. Or it's even a, it's silly, I, no, I like that idea. Even, yeah. like, a, a pattern maker or something. You're on the train. You design yeah, clothes for your character. Yeah, I can make a QR code or something. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be cool. Like, I really liked the uh, sort of the street passing uh, town rebuilding thing in Bradley Default. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool for a Nintendo game to have that sort of thing that I can have on my phone because I'm not yeah. always carrying my 3DS or I don't – There's I'm certain places where I don't want to pull out my 3DS. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to pull a one online for coffee or something. Yeah. Uh, like it'd be cool if there was, I don't know, a Zelda game where they had some sort of element like that. Like you have to rebuild this I like that. Kakariko Village. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Yeah, I think the Street Pass games are actually the most unique thing Nintendo has right now, too. And mm-hmm. uh, just I'm talking about the mini games that are by default on the 3DS. Yeah. That would never show up on another platform, but that would be the thing that if they can figure out, that would be really cool. Yeah, because yeah. how many iPhones pass each other a day? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I think uh, you know, Advance Wars would work. Yep. Kirby Canvas Curse would work, or something like that. Uh, something like um, WarioWare. Like WarioWare would absolutely work. Yeah. Um, what I don't want is some Run Forever Mario game. Yeah. Like, I don't want Doodle Jump. I don't want like you don't want Cannibal. Can no, Mario? no, I don't. I don't want like these kind of shoddy things that exist already, and uh, just getting that uh, Mario treatment or something like that. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, Angry Birds Go works really well. It's the only kart racer I've ever played on a mobile device where I was like, "Damn, this actually controls mm-hmm. awesome. Feels great." I could see a Mario Kart, albeit like a, a truncated one, yeah. working like that. But uh, yeah, I do not want just reskinnings of popular iOS games with popular Nintendo yeah. characters. Rhythm Heaven would work. Yeah, yeah. That would absolutely. I absolutely love oh my God, Elite Heaven. Beat Agents. Elite yeah. Beat Agents would yeah. be yes. oh, just knock it all over like this. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean, you love Rayman Jungle Run, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I, imagine if there was a Mario game like that. That would be awesome. All jumping. See, but oh, I man. think that that does a different thing where you're actually uh, it's a platforming based uh, collect a game where you're collecting things and you're also sure. going for the goal. It's not just like. Like I, I like the same like uh what's this that dumb running game Son- like Pitfall like, or whatever like, like Sonic they did this with Sonic Sonic oh, yeah, Endless did. Runner or whatever Sonic Endless yeah Runner. whatever all the games are Temple Run yeah yeah, yeah exactly so actually much. I really do like what they did with Rayman like I think that's that's a smart way to do that it game but, is yeah. excellent but it's also you're not just like running from point A to point B you're also backtracking a little bit yep. there's jumping there's multiple yeah, branching yeah. paths it's, also, it's and more stuff like a puzzle game yeah yeah I I I could see a cool companion app too for if if like Smash has a big enough sort of online yeah, yeah. base or something where you can check in for people's stats. Oh, Mario Kart. Mario them. Kart, like, uh, something like, well, not like Autolog, but something where it'd be like, hey, Brian is looking for you. Yeah. Like, you're going to get online to play I mean, Mario Kart or not? It's not going to work because they're not going to be a pack, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing to do with it. I think I think there's a way to do it with Punch-Out. I think Punch-Out would be an mm. awesome iOS game because oh. it's basically inherently a puzzle game already. Yeah. So I think there'd be a way to be like, tap, tap, swipe for special moves, hit this button for, for a star, oh, you know, I whatever. I love that none of us said Zelda. I love that. Nah. Zelda is stu- that is a console Nintendo game till the rails Yellow come off. Have Zelda on your calculator? <laughs> nope. I did spell boobies by. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one? Letters upside down. Okay, hang on. Sorry, some crosstalk there. Fire Emblem. Yeah. Very good Fire choice. Yeah, be, anything that's great. not sort of Twitch. I think Animal mm-hmm. Crossing, something that at oh, least yeah. connects with it would be amazing. Yeah. 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 There's one because... that we're missing, though, and it's the most important. What? Which is Mario Paint. <laughs> which wow, I would, I would on an love. iPad. But even more important than that is Nat Attack. Well, which Wario is the mini game in Mario Paint, yep. where you have the hand and you just hit the nets. Yeah. Yep. I want a full game of that. Or Art Academy. <laughs> you could start a drawing on like a Wii U or browse a, a gallery or something. I don't know. You liked Art Academy, didn't you? I did. Yeah. It was fun. All right. What there recent event would you paint in Mario Party <laughs> or in Mario Paint? Oh, uh, the yeah, yeah, Malaysian plane. <laughs> so uh, Brian used to make uh, art. In Mario Paint for important like news things that happen. So like I Rodney would do King the animations trials. for. Yeah, he would yeah. do animations. You literally for made god, Rodney is... King trials in Mario Paint. Yeah. Oh my god. No. <laughs> okay, next question comes from uh, Ty- Tyron Batten, and uh, the question is: As of late, I love people. Nintendo seems to. Oh, you just love the names we read. The on names this? are so good. Oh, good. That's Tyron a Game of Thrones name right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, as of late, Nintendo seems to be fairly reluctant in letting third-party developers take control of their franchises, with some exceptions, such as Tecmo Koe with Hyrule Warriors. But I would like to know what third-party developers would you like to see control a Nintendo franchise, and what franchise would that be? It doesn't have to be possible either. It could be a Sony or Xbox developer. It does not matter. 
So an outside I mean, developer taking over a Nintendo property. Rocksteady Metroid, like easy answer. Yeah, yeah. really good answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah good have answer. we have we talked about this on yeah, the show we before? Talked about that yeah, that, before that's here. that's brilliant. I yeah. really like that. That's that's an awesome idea. Yeah. Um, wow, that's that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is I would, a really I would good love question. to see a Ubisoft Mario game. No, I want to no. see Why? because I feel like with the UB Arts engine and stuff, they'll finally get rid of this new Mario yeah, look and give it a new look. I would love that. My counter to that is that uh, at least in Rayman, the uh, UB Art or the way Ubisoft has made their platformers, they seem a lot floatier. Mario, the I'm, jump is the most important thing yep. in the entire game. I'm one thousand percent with that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them to make it more floaty. Mm-hmm. I want them to, to make it play like Mario that games, make style. it look like yeah. that. And I think yeah. I think they can nail that. If not, if it needs to be floaty, then give me a Yoshi game because they'll do it right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because he flutters. Yeah. It, it fits. Uh, I still say uh, Okami is the best 3D, Mar- uh, 3D Zelda game ever, so mm-hmm. Platinum could take uh, – or Clover? Uh, that was Clover, but most of those guys um, be spun out yeah. to Platinum. Yeah. They could take Zelda. Uh, I don't know who I would give Mario to. Like 3D – other – I don't know. Like – the only, the only other 3D comparable platformers are like what Jack, which yeah, yeah. Naughty Dog doesn't make everyone's those. Gonna, everyone's going to leave that project if they take. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I um, mean, infamous. Maybe think of some of the smaller Nintendo properties, stuff you haven't seen before, like F Zero, for example. We haven't had an F Zero in forever. I, Who my, would you trust? My with brain Criterion? keeps going well, to Sega uh, killed it. Oh, Criterion. Huh? Sega did kill it, and Criterion would be a good. Oh choice. my god, yeah, yeah that would yeah. be an amazing choice. Mm. Could you imagine an open world where you're like driving around like a crazy like <laughs> Neo Tokyo? Like, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so good. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. I know. Um, my brain keeps going to who made Rezogun? House Marquee. Okay, so I want to see them. House Mark, but I like to call him House, House Marquee. Good job. <laughs> I want to see them do uh, Kid Icarus. I want to oh, see Kid Icarus as like a crazy schmop. Yeah, like which they sort mm-hmm. of hinted at with the with the new one for 3ds. Uprising. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I'd like to see something like that, a little more uh, toned down, maybe 2D slash 3D uh, scroll, uh, uh, kind of vertical scrolling or horizontal sure. scrolling. Doesn't have to be like totally open world platform based because we ran into some problems on the 3ds with that. Um, but they're turning Kid Icarus in it as sort of a shooter, so like go all the way in with that. That sure. would be really cool. I want right. uh, that game company to make ice climbers. Oh my, oh my god. god. Wait, why? I don't even know how that works. Because it'd be so weird and esoteric and strange and quite like And then be like, would die halfway and through she'd be, and carry her body. Oh she'd god, be on a mountain, she'd be like an hour away. It she's like, Meow. It would turn into passage. Who wants that? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that sounds great. That's serious. That's yeah. a, that's weighty stuff, man. That's We're talking really about funny. Nintendo properties here. I like it. I like um it. I want EA to do Urban Champion <laughs> in the Fight Night engine. Oh, jeez. No, don't do that. But they, they also look really blocky, <laughs> yeah, okay. but, but they're crazy bloody. Mm-hmm. Who could sure. do uh, Star Fox? Could you do, uh, so I see on forums all the time. Bring back Factor all, 5. Yeah. I, I see on forums mm. all the time that people want Platinum to do it, and I don't know why. I just have no idea why there is a, a group of people who really want Platinum to make a Star Fox. See, game. I like that because Platinum are out of their minds. Yeah, they it are. comes to just crazy action and story yeah. of just the story being but, like, what the hell is happening? Sure, but every time you get that. out of the plane or a vehicle in a Star Fox game, like, I don't know. I feel like we, so we don't, we don't ever get out. Let's not do that. Don't ever yeah. get out. No. Keep it in the ship and put it on Oculus Rift so yes. I can fly in the stars with my Slippy and my friends. <laughs> that was a very hardcore answer. What yeah. was that? So my fiance could be like, I'm leaving for the weekend. I'm like, goodbye. And I put the helmet on. I'm like, don't let me do that. <laughs> Wait for me, Fox. <laughs> Just let me do it, please. Okay. Um, 
All right. I think. Uh, Do you? I could see. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I, I could have done it in that time. Oh, I had a really good one, real too. Quick, but no one's real quick. Real uh, quick. Double fine doing Earthbound because costume oh, quest man. is like mm-hmm. as, as close yeah. to Earthbound as we can get. Really good choice. I okay. like that. Although double fine games can be a little weird on the quality level, but I love them for their ideas. Not, that was an uh, awesome question. $4 million before. That was, that was a really awesome point. question. I could have done that for 40 uh, so, minutes. Yeah, that was a really good uh, one. Let's work backwards. Naughty uh-huh. Dog. What okay. game Wait, would we want? Topic's over. No, to- Gong. Oh, we moved. Four, yeah, oh, it's four minutes. Music's for. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Why you pick the best topic for the four minute thing? We talked about Yoshi for forty five minutes up in here. <laughs> yeah, we could have literally had an entire episode. Based we could have. Oh. All right, next maybe, time. Okay, yeah. you know what? So uh, Tyron and anyone who's listening to this going, ah, oh, only four minutes. Maybe we'll revisit this uh, and do a larger kind of piece that. on it. It was all fun. Yeah, all yeah. right, the last question comes from. Patrick Ellers? I hope I didn't get your last name wrong. So your conversation about 2D versus 3D Zelda games got me thinking about Skyward Sword and its legacy in the franchise. It came out less than three years ago and was reviewed incredibly well. 10 out of 10, Rich George, IGN. I did not. That's a parenthetical here, just so you guys know. I did not just toss that in. But since that time, it seems like everyone holds the title in very low regard. So what happened? Is the problem that Skyward Sword didn't explicitly tap into nostalgia as Ocarina 3D, Wind Waker HD, and The Link Between Worlds did... Or was it just a little too late to the Wii U? Yeah. So first of all, I think it's neither issue. I think that some of the beefs folks had with Skyward Sword, at least the beef I have with Skyward Sword, is that its storytelling was amazing, and I think its graphics and approach were really good. But it became probably the most linear Zelda I've ever played. It, it felt like something that, as much as the environment was open, it didn't really feel open to me. It yeah. felt like I was very limited in what I could find and could do, even though there were a cool sounding ideas like, hey, before the dungeon, there's a dungeon, uh, and that you have to like explore this area outside the dungeon and find certain pieces just to let you in. Yeah. I think there was some merit to that idea, but then it became, hey, take out your sword and dows because you're never going to find these things organically. Yep. And that completely, do that for long enough, and it just completely yep. took a yeah. lot away from uh, it. Uh, dowsing was bad. I think that if you're inherently your contro- control style is completely split where some people are like I want every Zelda game like that to be like that forever and there are people like me who are like I never want to do that again like I I thought flicking the wrist for Twilight Sword or whatever that was fine uh, or Twilight Princess Twilight Sword Um, (laughs) just wasting minutes the whole four minutes is gone Um, but uh, actually doing these slashes and then having bosses based on which angle you were coming from was a huge pain for me for a lot of reasons. One, it didn't always line up the right way. Two, it was a very long game. And if you put the controller down for 10 seconds to like sit and think, mm-hmm. get a phone call or something like that, you had to recalibrate, you had to flip mm-hmm. it over. Like There was a lot of issues there. And yeah. I just didn't... I the didn't... technology was a little creaky. I, yeah. I totally yeah. agree with you. And it, it was about like short, like very brief movies, movements versus like swinging your arm. Yeah. Like, that I, I th- did I th- not track it. I thought well. the art style was very ambitious for something that couldn't uh, actually deliver it. Like, but I, I, I just want to address too, it's not that it was too late on Wii because Wii at that point had a huge install base. It wasn't like those people weren't going to go out and buy that game. I don't right. think it yeah. came too I, late. See, I personally think it came too late for me. My excitement okay. for it was over. Like, I did not beat that game, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of over it. I was just over being How far did, how far did you get? Not far. Okay. I, I really didn't get Because I played 40 hours and stopped, which has never happened to me with a video game ever before besides that, let alone any Zelda game, which I finish every yeah. one of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's I, something about it. Like, the hype killed it for me, where it, like, the Wii, it's like, oh, my God, motion control Zelda. From day one, everyone's hyped about that. And then you get it, and I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what else was going on then, but I mm-hmm. cared more than that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think literally all three of you hit it. 
right on the head. Like I, I agree with Jose that the the core design of the game just left a lot. You know, a lot of it was lacking and left a lot wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, the temples were amazing, by the way. The just temples the, yeah, were great, the design, yeah, but the, the, the dungeons sort of, were amazing. The, the BS you had to do to get there, mm-hmm. and, and there's those moments where, where the game treats you like a child. And, and like you said, we always talk about that moment where you have it in the hand and it just smashes and then it goes <laughs> everywhere in the world. And it's like, Jesus, I have to do this again? Again. Yeah. yeah. Um, combat, same way. Like I, I feel like Wind Waker's combat, combat is, is what I want from a Zelda game. Yep. So um, you didn't motion control didn't work for you because it no. worked for me fine. I was I was down. Sure. I mean it it works. It's it's not like it was broken. To it was me. a high rule warrior. You. <laughs> <laughs> there were times where I pulled it off where I was like, damn, that feels good. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I was like, I, which angle gets this guy on the ver- on the diagonal slice? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I will say the co- one of the coolest parts was when you pull the master sword out of the. St- I mean, come on, the, what other game could cool. you do yeah, that? Yeah, and yeah. it feel I mean, that cool. Yeah, I liked gimmicky stuff like uh, in corruption where like in order to open a door you like move your hand forward and twist it and then pull back that's yeah. right yeah. Yeah. That's for Metroid yeah yeah alright wow well. so do we end early on this one we got 20 seconds yeah so Naughty Dog Zelda alright Naughty Dog Zelda that's well, what I want I, cool. but I do think that uh, maybe some of the hate Skyward Sword gets uh, is a little heavier than it should be and I think that even in, in a franchise like Zelda Skyward Sword is even better than a lot of games that are out oh yeah. undeniably yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't take too many of those criticisms yeah. too hardly. It's not That's like the biggest is, problem with Nintendo, yeah. always. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, like earlier I was talking shit about Yoshi. Yep. It's still way better than a lot of other games. Yep. That's right. Yep. All right. Well, we're out of time, uh, both on the question and on the podcast. So, uh, of course, at IGN, we know you love podcasts, but if you want to keep supporting what we do, please make sure you check out IGN.com, check out features, videos. Uh, we have... Pretty much a bunch of stuff. The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer, which uh, had a bunch of polarizing reactions this morning yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were kooky about that. Yeah. And games. Games Video is what games. you like, Lots right? Yeah. 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 Lots of games. All right, game cool. Games. So you can find Marty Sleeve on Twitter at? Mick Biggity, two Gs, two Ts. You can find Tim Geddes at? At Tim Geddes. And you can find Brian Altano at? At Agent Bizzle. And you can find me at Jose underscore Otero on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.